0: pop culture posicast this is the show where we find all the good stuff in items of pop culture movies music comics tv shows you name it we are going to find the fun stuff in it i'm Pepe pet and joining me as always is my co-host jazz jared toodle-oo, toodle-oo, toodle-oo. hello pat you know i'm happy to be
1: here uh-huh. we've got like a first going on we do we do. This is our first time we're going to cover a television show. It is. So, ooh, I'm excited. But before we tackle Conan the Adventurer, the TV show, I want to do a quick reminder to our audience of what our mission is with this podcast. Let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to tackle a controversial, maybe even generally disliked item of pop culture. We're going to give you our honest overall feelings on it. But more importantly, we're going to shine a light on the positive aspects of the topic. So, I mean, even if we are like, I don't really like it, we're going to find good stuff in it. Because that's what we do here on the podcast. What we don't do is the following. We don't try to convince you to like something you don't like. It's up to you how you feel about it. We're not going to try to convince you otherwise. We're definitely not going to encourage fandom battles. So please don't get in our comments and start battling each other about this sucks or doesn't suck and all that jazz. Let's just have some fun with it. And most of all, we're not here to tell anyone you're wrong. Okay, everyone has their thoughts and opinions. We're just going to try to shine a light on the more positive aspects of our topics.
0: Well, that's right, Jarrett. Like I said in the opener, we're 100% about finding the good in everything. And as an added bonus, every episode will end with a segment called Positively Practical. That's where Jazzy Jarrett has been in the communication and leadership training business for over 10 years. So he's going to give you a practical advice that you can incorporate in your everyday life at the end of every episode. That's right. We're going to enhance your life skills while we talk about fun pop culture stuff. And who wouldn't want that? So let's go ahead and get
1: started. Let's get started indeed. And let's remind everybody that this episode is sponsored by Omaha Bound Entertainment, your best choice for hard-binding special comics in your collection. The folks at Omaha Bound .com do a great job, and they have other things that they offer. They've got Kickstarters going on from time to time. We highly encourage you to check out omahabound.com today. All right, on this episode of Pop Culture Pause a Cast, we are going to be finding the good in Conan the Adventurer, that television show that aired in
2: 1997. After the ocean swallowed Atlantis... And before recorded history, there was an age when mythical kingdoms spread across an uncharted world. This was the age of Conan. Enslaved as a boy, Conan grew into a warrior. He escaped to encounter mystery, magic, and myth, while forever facing the ultimate master of sorcery. Lover, friend, hero. Destiny was to free the oppressed and become a king by his own hand. Kona.
1: It stars Ralph Muller and Danny Woodberg, who you may remember as Mickey on Seinfeld. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Took one of my <laughs> notes. <laughs> got you early. All right, Pat, what you got? All right. The first step in every POSA cast is to give you our honest thoughts. We will always start by being upfront with you on how we feel about our topic. It's important to remember that even if we aren't super keen or something, that doesn't mean we can't find the good in it. So let's get going on our segment called Honest Talk. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! How do you feel about Conan the Adventurer, the TV show, overall, Jared?
1: Well, I didn't even know it was a thing, Pat, until Mm -hmm. this was recommended by one of our Crusaders Club members, I believe, tossed this one out to us. Thank you, Clinton. Mm -hmm. I went in with the most open of mind since I hadn't ever heard of it. And my honest thought, I enjoyed it. I liked it. You know, there was a little silliness to it, a little campiness, very much in that Hercules, Xena vein that was very popular in the late 90s but overall Mm -hmm. oh man i I enjoyed it you know full disclosure we didn't watch the whole series we watched the first two episodes so we could get a vibe for it and talk Mm -hmm. about on the show and it left me wanting to watch some more so that's where i came from what about
0: you pat i am in the same vein as you i also enjoyed it and wanted to keep watching the other episodes that are in this and you were you were able to watch it for free using what service? I was able to watch it for free through Roku, the Roku channel. Okay. Um, And you can get that by just Roku channel. So you'd be able to watch full episodes on there.
1: One thing that occurs to me is I wonder, you know, I had never heard of it back in 97. Had
0: you heard of it back in 97? I've never heard of it either until someone brought this up. And I was like, okay, is this going to be like Xena? Is it Mm going to be like Hercules?
1: You know, on the network, we've got my brother, Jason, the weasel skull, Albright. I wonder if he'd ever heard of it. And what thoughts he might have on it
2: from 1997. Jared, this is your brother. I have not heard of it, but I wonder, does he crush his enemies? Does he see them driven before him? And does he hear the lamentation of
0: the women? Pat, are you hearing this too? or You know, I kind of heard something. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and think- it sounded like Jason's voice, but I don't... I think have to listen more. Does, it's good? <laughs> it's good. It is good. I think he's in the studio somewhere. Yes. <laughs> he spiked us. <laughs> I, I, is not coming? His voice coming through the vents? Watch out! What the? <laughs> I'm all around you.
1: Oh my goodness! Huh. My, my crumb. Crom! <laughs> Interesting. Well, I guess we'll have to check in with the voice of Weasel's call from time to time on this episode. <laughs> Well now that you guys know how we feel about the show overall, it's time to find out what the internet has to say in our most popular segment.
2: The pit of despair. Where am I? The pit of despair. Don't even think Don't even think about trying to escape. The chains are far too thick.
1: During the pit of despair, I get the unenviable task of finding the more common negative opinions on today's topic found on social media so that Peppy Pat and I might address them. So put on your helmet, Pat. We're diving into them internets.
0: I'm going to put on my helmet. I'm going to put on my barbarian pants, Mm -hmm. which is just short shorts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when it gets cold, I do like to put on my. Moon boots that have fur wrapped around them. Yeah, we got boots with the fur. Boots with the fur. Right. (laughs) Is what I like to call them.
1: Well, let's hand it over to our friend Delvin the Dark Web Williams, since apparently everyone's making appearances on today's show, to read us our first comment from the Pit of Despair.
3: Hola. Como esta? Bienvenidos. Camerando. Pesimo. Hey, I figured I'd try out some Spanish here in the Pit of despair. I mean, gotta make sure that we're catering to all languages and not just English. Okay, maybe we're catering to two languages, English and Spanish. I don't know how long I'm gonna keep this bit going, but you know, let's just go with it. All right, let's get to the comments. First one up, the effects. The swords are obviously fake. They're obviously flat and wooden or plastic. The hammers are clearly rubber or foam. (laughs) They look like poor quality props picked up at the local costume shop. The choreography of the fights is poorly done. It doesn't even look like they're trying to hit each other. The magic effects are just sad. All right. What do you think
1: about that comment?
0: Pat? Interesting comment. I mean, it's a TV show from 1997 and the budget probably wasn't all there for them to do this. So. It's going to be a little, you know, not a so crazy, a yeah, che- little cheesy. And but I I, I kind of knew that going in. So I found it kind of charming. Yeah. Same with you. I, I would say that this
1: commenter from the Pit of Despair isn't far off the mark because you can watch some of the scenes. And yeah, I did notice that some of those yeah. weapons, especially like the big guy. I will use the word fat. The big yeah,
3: thing, the, the, that guy
1: with the axe, yeah. like that axe, looked terrible, fake. <laughs> but like you said, like I feel like it's part of its charm. Mm-hmm. And as far as fight choreography goes, I thought the main guy, Ralph Muller as Conan, yeah, I thought he was obviously he a good job doing some some sword work. You know, maybe not to the level that we saw Arnold do, but like yes. passable TV level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, while this commenter, I don't think is far off the mark. I think he just got to. Maybe just open your mind up a little bit. To, yeah, It's 1997. It's limited budget.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's my thought. Then we'll turn it back over to Delvin.
3: Let's listen to the second one real quick. All right. What if the Hercules and Xena TV series have been produced by the Asylum? I mean, the worst acting, the worst special effects, the worst plots, and the worst characters. You'd get Conan the Adventurer, the TV series. Hercules and Xena may have been B-rate slock, but at least they were professionally made and very, very entertaining. This series, the exact opposite, which I'm going to assume is very, very not entertaining. I I do the work for you here at the Pit of Despair. What do you think,
0: Pat? It's hard to say that they're probably not too far off on that. um, As far as it not being the A-team, this is definitely a B-team or C-team that's making this. Not having watched any further ones, I'm not sure, you know, did they blow the whole budget on the first two episodes? Or does it get a little bit better from there? So, yeah. I found some enjoyment out of it again. It's going into this with an open mind of, this isn't going to be just another Hercules and Xena. They're going to try to do a little something different, and you know, I respect them for doing that.
1: Yeah, I think the only umbrage i take with the comment is maybe the hyperbole involved you know worst acting worst special effects worst plots worst characters i can think of shows that have worse everything across the board than this one but then again i watch a lot of mystery science theater so you know my my bar might be set differently but i wouldn't say this is the worst anything i would say that this comment does make me think that if you're a hardcore Conan fan from like the Marvel days, you know, nice. Joe Kubert and all that, it might not be for you. If you're a hardcore Schwarzenegger Conan fan, maybe. But if you are a hardcore Xena Hercules fan, this might be for you because it really had that vibe. Yes. Like, I don't see a lot of daylight between the, those three shows. No. And, and some people might say, you know, Hercules and Xena had this this charm that Conan doesn't have. Again, I'm not a big watcher of any of those shows, but from what I have seen, I do feel like they're all in the same league.
0: I can see that, yeah.
1: And our third comment. Take it away,
3: Delvin. This third one's a doozy, so get ready. Quite possibly the worst television series ever made. I'm a big fan of the 1982 Conan the Barbarian film. Thought Conan the Destroyer wasn't very good, but this cheapo show stank all the way terrible acting and laughable action. I'm putting action in quotation marks to accentuate the sarcasm. Let me repeat that. The action make this a real turkey. Hilarious continuity errors punctuate every scene. The music is rubbish. I'm going to assume this person is probably British because Americans would have said something worse but this is pretty bad for British. I digress. The music is rubbish. The locations are boring. Every episode of this drivel is the same story. Again, with the quotation mark story. Moeller looks the part, but his acting makes Arnie seem like Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) That's funny. Strictly for the least discriminating viewers only or people with an IQ lower than their shoe size. Yeesh. It looks like some people here in the pit in despair did not like Conan the Destroyer. Hopefully they did like my Spanish a little bit better. Back to you, gents. Ooh, Pat. That uh, that person's got some
0: angst problems. What do you think? I can't even remember what my shoe size is.
1: <laughs> Man, yeah, I see, I I, that you know, if we're going to yeah. just get specific about the con, when you say stuff like that, I mean, there's clearly... People who enjoy this thing. So to insult the people who enjoy it is eh. Yeah, that's a worse than the yeah you know, just, just disregard, you know. When you start your quote off with worst TV series ever <laughs> made, come on. No,
0: come on, dude. Come on. There's Have you not nice. seen the Gilmore Girls? <laughs> hey, I've seen it. I've seen I know, it. Actually, I know I wanted to wind you up there for a second. <laughs> oh, don't you wind me up.
1: Oh wind it
0: up. <laughs> we should do a Gilmore Girls Positive, positive cast.
1: I don't know if Jazzy Jared will make it all the way through. But
0: <laughs> One thing I want to bring a point
1: to is there's a key tell here in this comment. I'm a big fan of the 82 Conan the Barbarian film, though Conan the Destroyer wasn't very good. Now, if Jason was here, what would he say to that? <laughs>
2: This is your brother, Jason, again. What the yeah, hell? I can, to your head. <laughs> I can hear that. I can understand your love for the Conan the Barbarian movie. Conan the Barbarian movie was very good. Conan the Destroyer was an attempt to bring in the younger, new audience. It generally moved more towards the comic book than the original novels. Now, you may prefer one over the other, and that's fine. But it doesn't make Conan the Destroyer a bad movie. It's a fun movie. It's an entertaining movie. And if people enjoy the television series, so be it. Those are my thoughts. I have one additional thought. What kind of masochist would watch every episode of a show that he absolutely hated? <laughs> I don't care how I smell your IQ sizes. <laughs> you gotta be... You gotta be. Don't you know to dip out by around episode three? two? Yeah. <laughs> so every episode, huh? Every episode is the worst you've ever watched. You watched every episode. That's interesting. It's interesting to me. Anyway, those are Jason's thoughts. Fading
0: out.
2: <laughs>
1: he's he's around here somewhere. Yeah, but-
0: boy, but but he, you know he's right. If you waited through all 13 ep- are all episodes of this series to come back and make this kind of a brash comment man
1: some people just like to be mad Pat yeah it's like, <laughs> especially on the internet <laughs> how much time are you wasting
0: just comment hey, yeah I'll
1: tell you what anything else on that one Pat well you know what we didn't address the one part where he said moeller looks the part but his acting makes Arnie
0: look like Anthony Hopkins do you think his acting was so bad? No, I didn't think so. He is right, though. He did look the part. Uh, and I think his acting was mirroring Arnold. Yeah, I think he was definitely trying to channel Arnold. Channel that and the voice. And that Conan the, that he isn't always the most intelligent guy, right? Well, that he, yes, depends so, on your perspective. Like, he's actually
1: quite sharp and crafty yeah. from one end. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other end, he's simple. You know, yeah. he's going to find the simplest solutions to the problems. But yeah, the one of the misnomers is that he's just a dumb brute, but he's actually quite shrewd. I think is a good word.
0: Yes, yes. But I think he comes off as the brute to play that to others. You know what I mean? Where he goes, if they think I'm going to be this way, little do they know. So I think he kind of channeled that pretty good.
1: I do too. I think he. I think he did play the shrewdness with the.
0: Yeah, he was straight up front too with people. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't like that. Or he's just we're doing it this way. Or yeah, he was pretty good at it. Well, we did it. We survived another dive into the internet. That calls for celebration, and we do that on the show by our most important segment called Gimme the Good Stuff. During Gimme the Good Stuff, Jared and I will each reveal our list of three things that we liked about today's feature. So let's get cracking. Jared, give me uh, one thing you liked. I liked the aspect of the story
1: that the sorcerer, or maybe Mm -hmm. you could refer to him even as a soothsayer. You know, they're specifically looking for this as foretold warrior who has the sword from Atlantis. Mm -hmm. Because it's like going to be their downfall or something. There There was some sort of prophecy. And we see Conan. You know, get the sword of Atlantis, and I thought, oh, what a cool way to bring the lore of Atlantis into the Conan universe. Yeah. And you know, that might have been done in the comics before. There's you know, hundreds of Conan comics, and I haven't read them all. Uh, I have read, I think, all the Howard novels. I don't remember them working Atlantis into it. So I just thought that was kind of a neat and unique
0: idea. I agree. I like that aspect too. Where the the story was was it all super in depth? No, but it was a story that kept me interested through both episodes that we watched because it was a continuation story. I also like that it was lightheartedness. So, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be dark and heavy. I liked the lightheartedness that it had. The, you know some quick action and fun. There was some good humor between Conan and his I want to say sidekick.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh Mickey.
0: Mickey <laughs> yeah,
1: I, keep, I just say,
0: you know, with Mickey.
1: <laughs> Danny Woodburn he's a very funny guy
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. That, and that was great it made it fun you know because i was it, like oh it, i like this guy he's lovable
1: oh yeah and he, you know he he pushes conan's buttons yep but knows when to not push too far
0: yep and conan <laughs> kind of pushes his back
1: yes very so, fun dynamic.
0: yeah i like that and that good good buddy tv series <laughs> do you got a second correctly if i'm wrong pat but wasn't that mickey
1: rooney that was Mickey Rooney. And the oh, and the intro episode is like the leader of the village or I'm whatever. Sure. Yep. And I was like, oh, look, I got a, you know, kind of a big name actor to to spice up this first episode. Like we talked about, it was obviously a limited budget. And you can see that sometimes in the props and then sometimes in the choreography and the setting. Yeah. You know, kind of simple.
0: But ah, Mickey Rooney. And that was kind of cool. Yeah, I saw that, too. In the credits, as it was going by, I'm like, oh, I wonder where he appears. And then you see him. I'm like, oh. Very cool that they could get somebody like that to
1: help. Don't him. like him too much, though, because I don't think
0: he makes it out of episode <laughs> one.
1: <laughs>
0: True. Well, and you figure that had to happen. You know. Yeah. That's kind of the.
1: he was probably doing it as a favor to somebody who worked on the show. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got for your second?
0: I like how they continue to play off Conan as a ladies man. hmm You know, he gets with one. She, well, spoiler, you know, she passes away. And so right away he's off and on to the next one. <laughs> the, but the James
1: Bond of medieval times. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: <laughs> I found that interesting and fun as well, too. It's just I can't go back to when you come into watching this with just, you know what, I just need a little getaway, a little escape. Let's have some fun with Conan. And here you go. What do you have for your third round? Well, speaking of the
1: ladies, I like that. They have that dynamic where they have the one that you can tell Conan really has feelings for because mm-hmm. he's on a quest to free her. Yes. And they've introduced the chaotic character as well. The female that she's kind of like the black cat, the Spider-Man, yep. you know, yep. it really put me in mind of the warlord comics. Yeah. Where uh, the girl that. who can turn into the cat, yep. Shakira. Shakira.
3: Oh, yeah. The hips don't lie. <laughs> you know, that's
1: what it reminded me of. Uh, that's kind of cool because she's at this very tempting, very sexy, kind of bad girl. Yeah. Know, Conan's on the quest to try to save the more pure girl and it's kind of neat to, to make that dynamic. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's like
0: who, Conan, who do you choose? One one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tough choices.
0: Yes. Well, I wouldn't mind being him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh Sean Connery at the gypsy camp from Rush Love. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like the dynamic in them. Honestly, both the actresses were quite attractive. Yep. Very What's good. What's your last one?
0: My last one is, when I watched this, it reminded me of a D&D game. D&D's nuts. Yep. Getting the whole D&D party back together again. You had your tank, your wizard. Dwarf. Your, <laughs> dwarf, <yeah. laughs> All your different elements of a and d party getting together, and then the you know, storm the castle. <laughs> And had some fun with that, so that's what I really liked, and I mean, it made me want to go, man. I want to do a D and D game and just have some fun with this. And so that brought back that good memories for me on that. Nice. All right. Well, now let's go ahead and wrap it up with our final thoughts on this one, Jared. In the end, I liked it. I watched two
1: episodes. I wouldn't mind watching more. Uh, we hit upon a lot of the strengths. I think. Moeller does a good job. I think what really carries the show the most is the dynamic between Moeller and Woodburn as, yes. as a comedic relationship between the two of them really is the highlight. But there's a lot to like. And like anything else we cover on the show, Pat, if you want to go into it with the attitude of tearing it apart, sure, you're going to find over it there. Yeah. You can yeah. find it. But if you on the flip side, of that, if you go into it going, you know what, I just want to have a little fun, and kick back and relax. That's
0: there for you, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm going to echo what you had said there. That the two characters together, the dynamics that they have, uh, definitely fun and enjoyable. And the action, eh, it's TV action, and they did it as well as they could. And just like you, this left me wanting to watch the rest of the series to see how it comes out because at the end of the first two episodes, they kind of win. But there's still more that needs to happen, and the, I think the, the adventures begin. And I wanted to figure out what other adventures these two are going to go on and, and see what happens. So in the end, it pulled me in, and I wanted to watch more.
1: That's all anybody can ask. Full disclosure, I watched my first episode. I found them on YouTube. But the only way to watch them on YouTube was these like Russian versions. They had like Cyrillic subtitles. And apparently, they have strict time limits in Russia. Because they would just cut out chunks in the middle of battles to make whatever their time limits were for shows. So it's so happy when you're able to send me the link to watch the second episode in full. And it did make a difference. So, yes, folks, they are free on YouTube, but you have to watch sort of the chopped up Russian versions. It's much better to seek
0: out those Roku ones. And those are free as well, too. Yeah. All right. Well, with that out of the way, let's go get into the segment I promised earlier. The one that can help you in your day-to-day life. Jesse Jared's Positively Practical. Gather round me, everybody. Gather round me while I preach some. You got to accentuate the positive, eat limb. Mind the negative and latch on. To the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. between You got to spread joy.
1: Why, thank you, Pat. Today's positively practical topic is going to be called making social media work for you. All right, folks, have you ever watched a movie or read a comic book where someone gains the ability to read people's minds? We probably I know all have. I have. Yeah, if you're listening to this show and you're a fan of the network, you're just nerdy enough to. Have done that before. Now, the question is, one of two things always happens to these people who gain the ability to read minds. And if Jason was here, he could probably tell us what those two things are.
2: Well, I am here, Jared. (laughs) I'm here in spirit. I'm all around you. The ghost of Jason. I'm everywhere. (laughs) He's in my head. I think you give me a headache. (laughs) <laughs> most people either go crazy because mm-hmm. they get inundated with so many thoughts and feelings and i think other people even if they can handle it probably would be off put by some of the, <laughs> the thoughts and vicious crap to go through our heads you don't want to get in my head
1: <laughs> <You don't laughs> in in it in our heads right now
2: pat i'm in your head right now <laughs> i'm going crazy I'm going crazy and that's just two of us. Oh, never knew you had such thoughts about Tina Turner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, those are private. Private well. answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason's right. We make jokes and we make light, but here I'm positively practical. He's right. When people, you know, the comics, the TV shows get that ability to read minds, they either A, go crazy because they can't handle all the input, or B, They learn to use it, and most of the time they learn to use it by turning it off, like Professor X does, right? This is the same thing with social media. Social media has given us, as humans, an ability we were never meant to have, to know everyone's inner thoughts and feelings all the time. It can drive you crazy, okay? There's a reason why as the proliferation of smartphones and access to social media has gone up at the same rate, especially teenage suicide rates have gone up at the same rate. Okay. We're not meant to know everybody's thoughts all the time. It will drive you nuts. So my positively practical for today is meter how much you use that meter, how much you let it in. I've run an experiment personally Mm -hmm. over these last months. I have, really made a concerted effort to stay out of social media. Just, you know, push the things I want to post what I want to post mm-hmm. and maybe check in on what's going on long box or whatever, but not just sit there and scroll
0: Yeah, because That's the stuff that gives me joy.
1: Exactly. Cause if you sit there and scroll, you're going to find the stuff that annoys you mm-hmm. and the stuff that, that you just go, wow, why did that person say that? That, that You know, we've talked about previous episodes, Pat, nine times out of 10, when you put that snarky comment out there about somebody you don't like, it reflects more on you than it does on them. Correct. Okay. So anyway, I'm not going to rehash old lessons, but today's positivity practical is limit your use. And since we're being practical, here's a tip for you. I, I got a couple of like word games, apps, you know, on my phone. Mm-hmm. And and I literally put the icons next to the social media apps. Oh, so when I'm idea. tempted to like, oh, I'm bored, I'm going to scroll. I stop myself and I go, you know what? Let's just play the word game. Mm-hmm. If I want to just, if I'm trying to kill time and I'm bored, just play around on the word game. And I got to tell you, my life has been better. I've been generally happier. And here's the kicker. You, you will find that you get so much time, so much time back. We don't understand how much time. I call these things a time sink. Social media is a time sink. Yes, you will get so much time back to do other things you want to do. So that is the big lesson for today is make social media work for you. It's a tool for you, but don't let you work for it. Okay. Yeah. Don't let it seep in. Take breaks, step away, use other apps. I'm here to tell you, I personally have done this over the last several months and it works. So if you want to be a little happier, take a break. Yeah, but I totally always agree. check in to at Longbox Crusade on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like share and retweet everything we do. No, I'm just
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're positive. We're positive. Yeah. Hey, there's Jason again.
0: Ooh. <laughs> No, I totally agree. And I've been doing that myself too. Just, you know, with the new year that's happening, all the negativity stuff going on in the world, you know, I just need some positive stuff. And sometimes the positive is just putting it down and just me alone with my thoughts and just finding positive thoughts to think about. And I've noticed a big difference as well too. Uh, like you said, I'm not spending a lot of time getting up and getting ready. I, that, that's happening a lot quicker because I'm not grabbing the phone right away to see what's mm-hmm. going on in the world and, mm-hmm. and doing that. And, you know, even just getting my own stuff out there, you know, it's like I'll get it out there when I get it out there,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know?
1: Yeah. Three months ago-ish is about when I started this project in my own life. And if you would asked me three months ago, what are some tweets you saw this week that really just got your dander up that you just thought were dumb or made you mad, you know, I could tell you. And the fact that I could tell you means that was taking up space in my brain. Yes. Now I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, (laughs) I haven't really looked and I'm so much happier. So, hey, join me and Pat on this quest and possibly Jason, if he's still around, you know, get away from it, get away from, get a couple other apps that you can use to quote unquote kill time. Like I said, I like to to use word apps or things that challenge my brain a little bit, but you know, I'll leave it up to you what you want to spend your time on, but what I'd rather you not spend your time on is just making yourself mad. (laughs) So why do it? We probably went a little long on that today, but I think it was worth it. I think we had a good conversation. definitely. And I hope we help somebody out there. If you like these kind of tips, I do another podcast on its own feed called Leadership Tips with Jared. And then clearly they're they're more guided towards becoming a better leader of people. But I do give a lot of these practical tips and I encourage you to check out Leadership Tips with Jared. Maybe you can find some handy stuff there as well. And with that, it's time to give out some more positivity and show some love to our Crusaders Club members. These are the fine folks who have joined our Crusade. They get early access to special long box episodes. They get exclusive access to some other stuff. We do some extra videos over there. We're posting videos a lot. Ooh, is that tantalizing? Do you have a dollar? <laughs> is that tantalizing? Is that t- 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 do we tantalize you? We give raffle giveaways, show programming, lots of benefits. Let's tip the cap to the folks that are helping keeping the lights on here at the Long Crusade Studios.
0: We'll start it off with Angelica Wolf, Anthony at TFU.info, Auburn Elvis, Bill Beer, Blast It or Stash It, Bob Busta Busta,
1: Rexton Underwood clinton robison keeper of the basement dave collins but you know him as the battle wagon
2: battle wagon
0: gerald green greg van leuven i the collector ivor evans jeremy l jim jarman joe thomas john Waltson. jose pollo
1: josh strickland the mysterious mark Hetherley. Maxwell Traver. Michael Wagner. Miranda W. Paul Hicks. Rick from Jeff
0: and Rick Present. Rob Morgan. Ryan Daly. Samantha Maney. Sean Urbanski. Steve Cronin. Tim Price. And Toronto
1: Cap. Oh, and Brad Morin. If we miss anyone on our list, we definitely apologize. Keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release, so if you're a recent addition, we'll add you soon. But no worries. Just send my buddy Christados an email at contact at longboxcrusade.com and he'll fix it. You bet I will,
0: Jared. (laughs) I will enjoy it and come. Send me an email. Let's have some positively talk back and forth together.
1: (laughs) He's just lonely. You or someone like Jason might be asking from the void, how do I become a Crusaders Club member?
2: Death Probe, I never pray to you. I have no tongue for it. (laughs) No one will remember what happened here today, only that you are many and I am one. So I ask you for one thing. Make me a Crusaders Club member. And if you do not, I say, to hell with you.
1: Well, you know what? I'm more than happy to have Conan as a Crusaders Club member. I don't know about Jason, but Conan's definitely welcome.
0: I thought we already (laughs) have a Conan. We have Steve Cronin.
1: Steve Cronin! Oh, this star you, Steve! <laughs> well, if you want to be like Steve Cronin, just go to patreon.com slash crusade for as little as a dollar a month. You can access to the amazing World of Crusaders Club. Come check it out. And I just want to remind everybody that we definitely appreciate every club member. And if you want to know what we do with the money, well, we pay our stream yard fees. We put it into the giveaways that we do mm-hmm. on our live streams the only other thing we spend it on is technology upgrades we've been able to upgrade a couple of microphones to make the shows better for you guys so it literally everything goes back in the show it's but, definitely going back
0: to the patreon people as well
1: absolutely we put all the money back into the shows to make it fun for you guys so i just wanted to let you guys know that i've heard on some other podcasts where folks explain what they do with the money and i think that's good and i, I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. get that out there i'll tell you what let me tell you something pat Last episode, we talked about Superman 3. Mm-hmm. We did. We got some f- 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 feedback. Oh, yay. <laughs> man, people chatted about that. So let's just get into awesome. it. You go ahead and, and grab one, man. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to take, the, I'll take one from Michael O'Brien. And he says, made many children scared to death of being assimilated by a supercomputer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was kind of scary when you were little to watch Superman get like taken over by that computer, like yeah. wrapping him up and oh.
0: interesting. Interesting though, of what the thought was at the time of what a computer would do and how it could, you know. hmm Oh yeah. And I it see. is, but just in a different form. So it's, it's kinda of interesting. Yeah,
1: it could still eat you up. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Soroka said, By far the best thing about Superman three is the poster. <laughs> Kind of a backhanded compliment, but I will say that is a good-looking poster. <laughs> he said, though, I've got to admit, seeing it in theaters as a kid still brings back so many good memories. I love that. I love you put a positive spin on it.
0: Yes. The next one is from Charlton Hero, and he says, I very much enjoyed the show, guys. Superman 3 was my childhood favorite of the Reeves movies. I enjoyed the Pit of Despair segment covering criticisms of the film followed by What You Liked. Annette O'Toole as Lana made this one great. I defend this one every chance I get.
1: All right. Woo. Positivity. Great.
0: Yes, definitely. And he's right, Annette O'Toole. Mm. Mm.
1: I like her more than I should. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm just really glad. That you, it sounds like you enjoyed the format, the pit of fair, yes. which, of course, Delvin helps out with. That's great. <laughs> I got a great comment here from Don B. Hayden, and he said, I like Superman three. And I like Richard Pryor in it.
2: <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> Don B. not hating.
1: That's right. not, be not. not hating. <laughs> uh, oh, the voice of Jason's got
0: the jokes tonight. I'll take one from Green Lantern HG. I think he's a first time commenter. <laughs> first time. I've never heard of him before. So hopefully he's got something positive to say. Let's find out. He says Great episode, guys. Sure, not the best, but I think Charlton Hero. And you guys, because I value your opinion, and it made me look differently on this film. So much, I found a new love and respect for it. Would I recommend it? Yes. Give it a try. Thumbs up. Well, that's good. I'm glad we were able to help kind of persuade you or, you know, you see it in a positive light. I am very happy. fun that it is. Heck yeah. Dr. G.
1: Nerdologist said, "Superman as a comedy works better for me than neck snapping Superman with glowing murder eyes." <laughs> also, this movie has analogs to Brainiac, Red Kryptonite, a Bizarro Superman, and at a stretch, Maxwell Lord. Mm. Richard Pryor is the chef's kiss. it's like a wacky DC Comics presents, and I think we talked about oh, that. It was like it's eighty 80, eighty. Yep, yep. I'm we glad he do. enjoyed it. I'm glad dr g enjoyed it and thanks for comment
0: yeah thank you i'll take one from ranger Gord, and he says my posse's come from that film was entirely filmed in alberta which i believe is probably around the area where ranger Gord is from mm-hmm. <laughs> modern smallville was high river where my wife was born Richard Pryor had earlier filmed in the same region a few years earlier with Gene Wilder on Silver Streak. Oh, I remember that movie. And he acted like he was in the same film. Still not sure which script he was reading.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think Richard Pryor always played Richard Pryor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, you know, it makes me wonder how much he actually ad-libbed and did some more. You can never tell with that guy. Yeah. Talented guy.
1: I just recently rewatched Brewster's Millions and it was great. Uh, that's it for uh, we got a lot of comments uh, but those are the ones that we got and we really appreciate all those and I figure you you know if someone was to just sit through this whole thing and listen to us talk they should at least be able to have a few seconds to say what they think about Superman
2: 3 I like Superman 3 I don't care who knows it I don't need to get in the pit of despair Superman 3 is great Christopher Reeves is great Viva Superman one, two, three, and uh, yeah, four, two, four, two. We're going to go all in, all four. Of course.
1: <laughs> it might have to get covered here on the show sometime. <laughs> Thank
0: you, voice of the weasel skull. All right, well, that's going to bring us to the end of this pop culture posicast. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realms of comic books, action films, vintage TV, movies, serials, and much, much more, Check out the entire Longbox Crusade network. Jazzy Jarrett, where can they find that?
1: Well, Pat, I'm glad you asked. It can be found on iTunes, Google Play, all your reputable podcatchers, and some of your skeezier podcatchers. You can even find us at www.longboxcrusade.com. We're also on Twitter,
0: Facebook, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Peppy Pat. All right, and if you'd like to chat with us online, I can be found at Christatos01. Jared, where can they find you? I am at Yard Sale
1: Artist on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also find me at your local donut shop. And if Jason was here, where would we find him? And if the voice of the
2: weasel... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can hear me in your brain, or you can look me up at Weasel Skull on Twitter or Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram.
1: And if you want to interact with the LBC crew with live chat, that's me, Pat, Delvin, and Jason's not just his disembodied voice. (laughs) And you can also be entered to win some free stuff on our live raffles. Just join us on our next episode of Doing It Live stream on YouTube and Twitter. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Please subscribe to Longbox Crusade on YouTube. And click the bell so you
0: get reminder notifications when we go live. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Pop Culture PosiCast. We look forward to chatting with you again soon. And remember, as the old Native American tale tells us, we each have two wolves that battle inside us. One positive and uplifting and one negative negative. And burdensome. Which one wins? The one that you feed.
1: The music themes for this show are done by musical genius Joe November. Please check out his SoundCloud at Joseflin99. That's J O S E F L I N99. You will not regret it.